Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Combine getting started in Indianapolis. Orioles playing spring training baseball. Perfect time to head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline. Our guy Cordell Woodland covers the O's and the Ravens for us. And Cordell, thanks as always for joining us. Let's start with the Combine. What do you think uh, the odds are we get anything newsworthy out of uh, Eric or John tomorrow? Not likely. I guess it depends on what's asked, you know. Um I don't expect those guys to be very forthcoming. They rarely are this time of year. Um, but, look, you look back to last year. Granted, this was uh, at the Liars' luncheon at the time. But Eric and, and John, they they had a lot of good things to say about the Flowers at the time. They, they gushed about him every chance that they could. So there will be some nuggets. Um, that people will that they you know that they may leave us. We'll just have to search for them a little bit. But I don't expect them to you know say anything blatant that that's going to uh, break the news cycle. I mean, would there be any harm in them just saying like, you know, hey, we we love Justin Matabike as much as anybody because they're going to be asked about the tag, right? right. And we want to get a long term deal with him. That is our goal. But if we have to tag him in hopes of getting that done by July. Then that's the way we'll go. Like, is that there? Is there a negative to that? Well, I mean, you know, at its core, it sounds like it's harmless. But you know, Eric DaCosta he reminded us at the end of the season press conference that the Lamar Jackson situation told him that he's not going to really mm-hmm. talk about this too much. And um, obviously, these are two totally different situations, mind you. Yes. But I, I, I get it. You know, I, I get it. Uh, I, I think that it's clear that they want Matabike back. I, I think that he'll mention that. But in terms of the tag, you know, he'll hint at it. But I don't think it's something that 
he'll just blatantly say. He'll mention how they have it at their disposal, which we all know that they do, and we imagine that Abike will be the likely tag. But I think he'll try to bring as much optimism to that long-term situation as he can. Cordell, there's a lot of smoke in the streets that the uh, Ravens are interested in bringing in a big-name running back. If the price is right, are you buying it? To a degree, I am. I mean, I'm just curious to see who this big market running back is at the right price. I don't think it'll be Saquon Barkley. I don't know what the right price is for Saquon. I would imagine the Ravens' right price for him isn't Saquon's Uh right price. Um, Now, maybe you could convince me on a Derrick Henry. It seems like there's been some flirting there uh, behind the scenes a little bit, and it it would make sense. Uh, And Derrick Henry, at this stage of his career, I do think people have talk down on him maybe a little more than they should not obviously he's not what he you know was a couple of years ago but I I think in the right situation granted it could be Baltimore um I think Derrick Henry could still be very serviceable for for what they like to do and it would kind of fix I, I just think for them they need to fix that problem of getting into the postseason and getting away from the run game they need a running back that's just going to force their hand that's going to make it tough on them to go away from them and they just don't have a guy like that on their team right now. So I think people have kind of scoffed at the running back position while in the same breath will complain that the Ravens don't run the ball enough in the most important time of the year. So I do think running back is a huge position of need for them. Well, then what about Josh Jacobs? Because if you're talking about a true three-down back in his prime, to me the thing I would like about Jacobs is there's no tell there. Right, mm-hmm. he's not Mister Inside or Mister Outside. Right, he's not Mister Only catches the ball. Like he, he to me is a true three-down back who's younger than most of these other cats because he came into the league so young and who only got beat up by Saban for one year in college, not three. Yeah, no, I don't, no doubt about it. I, I like Josh Jacobs a lot. He is one of the better all-around. He might be the most all-around one next to Saquon that's available right now. I, I think Saquon at his best has a higher ceiling than Jacobs, um, but I, I still like Josh, Josh Jacobs a lot. My, and the thing with him is, I guess, uh, how much is he balancing wanting to win compared to wanting to be paid? I think he wants both. You know, I, I think he wants to do both, but could one be more important than the other? Could coming to Baltimore, joining a team that was just had the best record in football, the best rushing team in football without a running back, um, and, and just was in the AFC Championship game? It's, it's definitely something to ponder. Uh, and, and without question, if we see it, these running backs see it as well, that most, pretty much any running back they bring here, as long as Lamar is on the field, there will be an uptick in production, I would imagine. Talking to Cordell Woodland, Inside Access here on The Fan. Let's switch to the Orioles. You got to see a little Orioles baseball on Saturday. Been able to look at box scores yesterday and today. Are you starting to get excited for the Orioles? Yeah, I am. I mean, a lot of good things going on this weekend. You know, you get Adley going yard the first time you get to see him. You get Corbin Burns uh, getting a quick inning, striking the first guy out that he sees. Colton Kowser gets a walk-off. Enrique Bradfield Jr. is making plays. Uh, uh, Kyle Stowers goes yard. Yeah. I mean, it's just a lot of good things going on now. It's all, of course, it's not great to see CNL Perez getting knocked around. But on the flip side, it's good to see Cole Irvin looking good as well. So, I mean, it's a, it's a mixed bag, but definitely more good than bad for them this weekend. So it was just one start, and we had uh, Rob uh, Friedman on earlier in the show, the pitching ninja, who um, I guess kind of inspired Cole Irvin a little bit. But like the uptick in velo, if that's remote, I mean, actually, I say it was more than an uptick; it was a crank up. I mean, we're talking three miles an hour. If that's the new and improved 
Cole Irvin, how big of a game changer could that be? Oh, it could be huge. It could be huge. So to, to have kind of like that that fireball thrower as a lefty and uh, Cole Irvin, I think he, he was able to uh on the second half of the season last year kind of uh revamp his season a little bit. I don't I don't think it fully made up for the start of the season, yeah. but he was able to show you what he is capable of doing and and now with the uh, you know with his velo increase and everything like that, if that can remain consistent and it do- and you don't have to sacrifice the control uh, for the velo, I-, I think he could be great for them, especially considering what's going on injury wise with their rotation right now. They're going to be counting on a couple of guys like Cole Irvin to kind of step up here in the first couple of months. Cordell, uh, you, we, you mentioned Kyle Stowers, uh, Kobe Mayo's getting off to a hot start. Jackson Holiday's too early. We looked at him. At the, he made a nice pick on a stolen base. But mm-hmm. it, it's just it's funny with this organization. We talk about it all the time, but it's true. Like the the young guys just keep coming. Yeah, they are. And I mean, I, I just still see it as a log jam all over the field. Honestly, I mean, especially on the infield, but you could say it in the corners. And the outfield as well. I mean, I, I just think they just have so much talent. That's why I still believe that we're not done watching them uh, continue to construct this this roster. I think as the year goes on, especially getting closer to the deadline, and they really are able to see what they need, they probably have a better grasp of what's going on um, with Kyle Bradish and what to expect from him for, for, for the remainder of the season at that point. So I, I think that a, a lot of these young guys, they will play a role in this season. Whether or not they play for this team or not, they could be a part of getting talent back on this team. But without a doubt, yeah, these guys are loaded all throughout the system. Who should your commanders draft? <laughs> oh, easy. Jaden Daniels I'm and nobody you. else. And I've made the and I've look, I have made threats. I've made threats <laughs> in the past. And, and 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 most of them have been empty. But I assure you, I, I'm I'm really sticking to this one. If they if they leave that draft with anybody other than Jaden Daniels or Caleb Williams, I am done with this organization. I pro- I don't, I'm, I'm not saying I'm joining any other organization. Okay. I'm just saying I'm done with them, and it will. And I'm ready. I've I've accepted it internally. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for them to disappoint me. Trade back whatever they want to do. And I'm washing my hands of them. If they leave that draft without either of those two quarterbacks, and, per- and preferably for me, even if I had the one pick, I would prefer Jaden Daniels. That's me. I can understand I I'm probably alone, but no. I, I, I really don't want anybody outside of those two. Well, and this would have major ramifications because this, this, this would affect Jax. Because yeah. now he, yeah. he it, like now you would be taking him out of Commander's yeah. fandom, and basically he'd be going to like elementary school a free agent, basically. Very impressionable. Yeah, I mean, and and I've given him like a soft boot to the fanhood to the Commanders this past season because I, I you know, I I've halfway been there myself. Um, but this is this is big time. This is this is the future in a lot of different ways. The future of the quarterback position for them and the future of their you know, next biggest fan, who, and who knows what the future holds for him, you know, uh, in his possible careers. But for sure, if they want me and Jack to stay in Burgundy and go, they, they better get themselves one of those two generational quarterbacks. I'm going to send this clip yeah. to Marty Herney. Yes. Is Marty still there? Yeah, I, think I think he's, still, he's there. still part of things. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Cordell, you're shaking up sports tonight to at Mayhew 6. Also. Yeah, I'll be on right after you guys. What do you got tonight? Uh, quick hour, so you know uh, we'll recap a lot of the Orioles things that went on this weekend. We'll start to look at the combine. Both Eric DaCosta and John Harbaugh speaking tomorrow, so we'll talk about 
uh, what to potentially uh, what we'll potentially hear from them, and also the CIAA's uh, of course in town. So uh, yeah. we're, t- we're talking about that as well. All right, buddy. We'll see you in a few minutes, Thanks, buddy. Thanks, guys. Hey, coming up next, our Twib Notes. Remember, Mark Feinstein from MLB, MLB Network, going to join us at 5.30. We'll talk about what's going on with some of these free agents. And and, and the the Boris Four. And we saw hmm. that Bellinger signed a three-year deal for $80 million, really a one-year deal for $30 million. Did Scott Boris overplay his hand with his big-name free agents? We'll discuss next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. <laughs> You know, when a, when a, a player is a great player and he has teammates and he's where he's at, his focus is always what he knows and what he is. So, but when you're a when you're a great player and you're a professional and you know, you always hope that wherever you're at, you have a chance to win, you have a chance to play well, and uh, certainly at this level with those kinds of players, that's where players play or where players end up because. The teams inquiring know that they have to make a substantial investment in them in the now and the future. Scott Boros at the winter meetings uh, talking about great players and teams mm-hmm. calling about them. And, well, he had this Boros 4 that yeah. we've been talking about for a while, and that's J.D. Martinez, Blake Snell, uh, um, Jordan Montgomery, and Cody Bellinger. And Bellinger just signed over the weekend, yep. but it was not nearly what people were thinking. The projections were somewhere between $160 million. Some had him at almost $200 million. He signs a three-year deal for $70-80 million, but an opt-out after years one and two. It could essentially be a one-year $30 million deal. And the other three guys still unsigned. Yeah, it... it, it uh, uh. If I was going to appraise it, I would say it's one year, thirty million, then pay as you go. But he may want out, so it's it's one year, thirty million. Um, it's far from ideal. Now, Bellinger's not going to miss any meals, and <laughs> it's a ballpark and a team that he's very familiar with, and it's where he relaunched his career. So, if you've got to do it again, right, which is what he's got to do, he's got to prove it again. There are way worse places you could go for him than Wrigley Field with that team. Yeah, It's a crappy division. You're going to face a lot of mediocre pitching. It's a ballpark that plays to your strengths. Um, you know, it's not the greatest lineup in the world. Like, I will say that. Uh, but I get it. But it's kind of felt inevitable that this was going to happen. And I've been talking for weeks about signing one of these two starters, one of Boris's starters for one year. And paying more than you'd like to for one year, but obviously substantially less than you'd have to do on a multi-year deal. Yeah. Because the money in baseball is fully guaranteed, and there is no proration. There's no voidable years for cap purposes. There is no cap. So I think that's where if that's where it went for his best position player, I got news for you. That's where it's going for his DH. And I think that's where it's going for his pitch. Well, his DH took a one-year deal last year, and he's older, so he's likely getting a one-year deal anyway. I'm surprised he hadn't signed yet. I did see that most people are reporting that before the Giants signed Jorge Soler, they asked Martinez his interest, and he said, nah, nah, I'm good, thanks. But, yeah, the two pitchers, I would think, and we're going to talk to Mike Feinstein in a few minutes, I would think they're signing similar deals. If he had anything that he thought was... Close to where he wanted to be long term, they'd have been done a long time ago. And the fact that we're now getting deeper into the second week of of spring training, or what pitchers and catchers have been down there for three weeks now, 
going into what their third week of work. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not ideal. And and Scott Boris knows the risk of guys coming in late, trying to do too much too soon. We saw getting themselves Scott. hurt. Yeah. So I don't know where they're going to land, but I would just reiterate that. I would say, why not here? And if you're telling me they've got too many, and you know, I, I'd tell you, okay, well then, let me tell me John Means' season, tell me John mm. Means' career, like season arc, tell me Kyle Bradish's season arc, like, hey, best case scenario, who else is going to get hurt? Because other people are going to get, other pitchers will get hurt. Who else is getting hurt? If you know all the answers to that, then then you could talk me out of Jordan Montgomery for twenty five million. Otherwise, that's what I want. Hey, uh, might, Ka- might be twenty two. I don't know what the number would be. Hey, Kyle Bradish, give me best case scenario on Bradish. And he pitches and he pitches well. Now you have an even better rotation if you bring in a Jordan Montgomery. Like like for me, uh, we're trying to win a World Series here. I, I'm playing. I'm making moves based on worst case, but I'll take best case. I'll be fascinated what the number is because, like, you could make the case that, like, the Yankees would say, well, we don't know about Cortez. We don't know about Rodon. You know, Clark Schmidt's not that great. Like, so this guy would be an upgrade over um, some of our mid-rotation stuff. But he's been there before, and I would think if that's where he was going, it would be done. Like, if he was going back to St. Louis, do you think they would have signed all those other pitchers no. if this was going to happen, even at one year, 20, 20 or 22? I mean, could it be? Could you get them for 18-plus incentives? I, I don't know where the fit is. I don't know what the number is. But I suspect the number ends up, if I was originally thinking 25, now this Bellinger thing's happened, may, maybe it's more like 20. And for a team whose payroll is as minuscule as the Orioles, mm-hmm. and with it just being a one-year commitment, and knowing you don't know when 40% of your starting rotation is coming back, and knowing that Tyler Wells in the bullpen would still make a hell of a lot more sense. And if this Cole Irvin thing turns out to be real, that's great. That's great. That yeah. would be wonderful. We'll worry, as I like to say all the time, we'll worry about that when it happens. How about we mitigate disaster now and go get this guy for one year? Yeah, I'll say it again. You, you got to plan for the worst and hope for the best. And if Kyle Bradish can pitch and pitch at a high level and Grayson Rodriguez takes this second-year jump and Corbin Burns is Corbin Burns and you add Montgomery to that, then hell, then, then I'm even more excited about a potential postseason run. Then go to a six-man rotation. Yeah. You want to be progressive? You don't care what other people think? You're you're willing to be bold? Then go with If the worst-case scenario is we've got six guys who absolutely have to take yeah. the mound every five days. Or I guess it would be every six days. six days. Yeah, then go for it. Hey, I'm I'm completely I I am curious to see where this goes because I'm frankly shocked. And I just to clarify, when the Orioles signed Alex Cobb, they signed him late, and then he was busting tail yes. to get ready and was never right that nope. year. Never right. So you've been you, pretty good for the Giants. Yes, though. he has. He, he was never good here, and he's been damn good for the Giants. Hey, coming up next, Mark Feinsand joins us. Of course, he's uh, insider MLB, MLB Network. We'll get his thoughts on the Boris Four. Where does he see these other three guys landing? Uh, we'll talk everything baseball with Mark Feinsand next here on The Fan. Yeah, I think that uh, I don't know why I've done that. It's kind of funny, just because it has happened. But um, you know, continue to stay aggressive. I think last year got a little, a little passive in times when I when I shouldn't have, and uh, you know, continue to trust my game and continue to um, get more and more comfortable each day. And uh, I think that's something that is going to be beneficial for me this year is you know having that experience and understanding what I'm trying to do. 
Colton Kowser, who struggled at the major league level a year ago, has gotten off to a nice start at spring training. It's a perfect time to head out to the WGK Law guest hotline. We're joining us now, MLB.com executive reporter and MLB Network insider. It's Mark Feinstein. And Mark, thanks as always for joining us. So let's start with Kowser. You wrote a piece about him recently. Do you think we could see a bounce back from Kowser? Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This season. Uh, I think so. I mean, look, he's been one of the top prospects in the game for a while. He's been one of the guys that the Orioles have been excited about, uh, you know, the past couple of years. And I know he struggled a little bit last year when he came up, but it's not really unusual for young players to struggle when they first come to the big leagues. And, you know, he's in a fortunate position that they weren't necessarily relying on him to, uh, you know, carry the team. Uh, you know, he came to the spring ready to show that last year was, was the exception, not the rule. And he knows that, you know, he's competing for a fourth outfield job. This is not a situation where he's going to uh, come in and, and win a starting job. Their outfield is pretty much set, but uh, you know, we've all watched baseball long enough to know that uh, the best laid plans are never how everything works out. And, you know, one injury and all of a sudden he could be a, a crucial part of the team. So he's just looking to show them, uh, you know, that, that if he's called upon, he's ready. Well, speaking of best laid plans, um, the Orioles are remaining outwardly optimistic about this char- uh, course that they've charted for Kyle Bradish. Uh, but we're obviously taking different people's temperatures about, you know, how, how realistic that may prove to be when we've got any sort of UCL issue in a, in a pitcher's elbow. Um do you think they can thread this needle or if you're them, do you have to start mitigating for the worst case scenario? Well, I think I'm sure that's in the back of their minds. I mean, drawing from my personal experience, I remember, uh, you know, when I was covering the Yankees, 
I believe it was 2014, they signed Masahiro Tanaka and he hit the, mm-hmm. hit the ground running and, and took the whole league by storm. Then all of a sudden it was, ah, oh, he's got a partial tear of his UCL and uh, we're not going to do surgery. We're going to treat it conservatively with rest and rehab. Uh, and then, you know, he ended up never having surgery yeah. and he ended up being a really good pitcher for the Yankees for the next six plus years. Uh, you know, there's just always that little thing in the back of your head every time he pitches where you're like, you're literally watching a ticking time bomb on the mound waiting for him to throw that pitch where all of a sudden he grabs his forearm and you're like, oh, it blew yeah. and he's done. Uh, so it's it's not the most comforting feeling in the world. But the one thing I'll say is we don't know the extent of the damage. And that was the thing with Tanaka that I remember is they said, okay, he's got a partially torn UCL. But the question is, is it 5% torn? Is it 25% torn? Is it 50% torn? Like, just how bad is this? And teams are never going to reveal that right. information, even if they know it. So, you know, for all we know, it could be a 5% tear where, yeah, they're going to be careful with them and everything else, but they feel that rest and rehab. Teams generally know now. Tommy John surgery is no longer this, like, wild west frontier, <laughs> right? So if a guy needs Tommy John, he has it, and within 12 to 18 months, he's back on the mound and usually throwing harder than he did before. So if they thought this was a situation that they couldn't avoid surgery, you'd get the surgery done so that you could start that rehab clock and be back on the mound in 12 to 18 months. If they're taking a more conservative approach, to me, just reading tea leaves of of what I've been watching for the last 24 years covering baseball, they must believe that it's minor enough where they have to shut him down and make sure he's good, but that they think they might be able to get through this. Talking to Mark Feinstein, it's Inside Access here on the fan. Mark, Mark we talk about pitchers because there's a couple of big-name pitchers still on the market. I think Blake Snell just won a Cy Young, uh, and Jordan Montgomery helped the Rangers win a World Series. Man, I- I'm surprised they're still there. So, so is J.D. Martinez, and uh, Bellinger just signed. Is Scott Boris, we just talked about this last segment, did Scott Boris overplay his hand a little bit with these guys? You know, I'm always wary to say he overplayed his hand only because the number of times that I've said he's overplayed his hand and then he's gotten, you know, $200 million for somebody, uh, you sort of think, like, am I going to get fooled by this again? Now, when he's got five players, five prominent players on the free agent market, that's now down to four now that Cody Bellinger has signed. Uh, you know, it's hard for me to believe that the season is going to start and all of them are going to feel good about where they are. Right. Uh, whether they're signed or not, right? You know, you're not, uh, I can't imagine any of them are feeling like, uh, you know, I got this. This is exactly where I wanted to be. Um, so, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying it's out of the question that, you know, that Scott's going to pull a rabbit or two or even three out of his hat. But, you know, you look at Snell, you look at Montgomery, you look at uh, Matt Chapman and now J.D. Martinez, you're like, you know, is it possible that one of these guys is unsigned come opening day? Possible. You know, I don't, I don't rule it out, but uh, I've, I've learned over the years not to doubt Boris when it comes to ultimately getting his guys signed. They're not going to probably get the money that they were hoping for, or the money that they believed they were going to get when the offseason began. Um, you know, the problem is that there's not a lot of teams with a lot of money to spend right now who are willing to spend it. So, um, you know, I, like we saw reports that Blake Snell was looking for nine years at $270 million. I can guarantee you he's not going to find yeah. that. Um, but, you know, can he find five years at 150? Uh, you know, that's, that's something I wouldn't completely rule out. But it's, uh, you know, Blake Snell can't be feeling really comfortable right now that it's February 26th and he's still not on our roster. 
So let's uh, play this game. If Cody Bellinger ends up essentially signing a one-year, $30 million deal, what what do you think the, the magic number would be on a one-year rental of Jordan Montgomery? Well, pitchers are trickier. I mean, first of all, Montgomery is three years older than Bellinger. So, you know, Bellinger, if he opts out after this year, can go back on the market at 29 next year with no qualifying offer attached to him. Uh, and have a better chance to find a long-term mm-hmm. deal. Montgomery's 31 uh, right now. Like you said, he's coming off of a World Series. He pitched great in the postseason, pitched great for the Rangers after the trade. You'd think his stock is about as high as it could be. What if he you know, signs one of these short-term deals with opt-outs and goes out there and goes you know, 13-11 and 11 with right. like 4.1 ERA for a team that doesn't make the playoffs? Uh, is he going to opt out? Is he going to opt out and say there's more – waiting for him in the free agent market after what he experienced this year coming off of a World Series. So I think pitchers are a little less likely to try to look for those shorter-term opt-out type deals, but that may be where they're forced to go. I mean, the number in my head I had for Montgomery all winter from the time free agency started uh-huh. was five for 125. I thought he was going to get a five-year deal, $25 million a year, yeah. and that was sort of where he was going to land. Um, you know, So if, it's, if he does do one of these – Shorter term opt-out deals, you could be looking at you know something in that same that mm-hmm. same range that Bellinger got that three year seventy five you know three year eighty kind of a deal uh, where he makes thirty in the first season mm-hmm. and twenty five in the second season and twenty or twenty five in the third season and then you know at least there is seventy seventy five million dollars guaranteed to him if he doesn't opt out and doesn't have a good year, um, but you know I think it's still. Uh, it's still tricky for for pitchers to to try to go to that year to year thing because uh, arms are so fragile in the big leagues that you know one one bad pitch one pop of the elbow and all of a sudden you're uh, not only not looking at opting out but you're looking at missing a year. Mark, uh, we we've been talking a lot about the Orioles' new ownership that's coming, and it seems like the 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 vetting process is moving quickly. Everything we hear is this should happen in the near future. We've seen examples in the past. I think it was the Dodgers when they got sold, and the Padres when they got sold. They started making moves before the new ownership took over. Could you see that happen with the Orioles? And and you'd have to expect spending will go up some because the Orioles don't spend it all right now. Yeah, I think the biggest place you're going to see um, movement and, and the biggest impact you're going to see of new ownership would be trying to extend some of their young guys and you know do some of these deals that have become sort of in vogue in terms of trying to lock your guys up years before they potentially get to free agency. Um, you know, new owners do like to come in and make a splash. And so, you know, could they go out and sign a, a big pitcher? Could they? I don't think you're going to see them go for Juan Soto next year, but. Um, you know, I think if they're able to figure out a way to get, you know, Rushman signed to a an eight-year extension where they, they have him locked up for the foreseeable future, um, you know, that would be something that, that you wouldn't have said. We haven't seen that with the Orioles, correct me if I'm wrong, probably since Chris Davis. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I, I, Gunner's tricky. Um, Burns is tricky because they're both Boris guys, and Scott Boris doesn't tend to lean towards the extension route. He likes getting this guys to free agency. Jackson Holiday, same thing. Uh, you know, we saw Jackson Churio from the Brewers get a uh-huh. an eighty million dollar deal before he, you know, ever took an at bat in the big leagues. And and a lot of people said, Oh, the Orioles should try to do that with Jackson Holiday. Well, Jackson Holiday is represented by Scott Boris and his father's rich. So, right. <laughs> you know, there's no there's no real reason for Jackson Holiday to no. try to sit you know, a kid from the Dominican or Venezuela who sees eighty million 
flashed in front of him before he's ever stepped on a big league field may say, this is generational wealth for the next five generations of my family. Uh, Jackson Holland doesn't have to worry about that. So, but I think, you know, I always think back to, I'm sorry, I keep bringing up the Yankees because I don't want your, your listeners love them. Um, you know, the biggest advantage they had in the late 90s and early 2000s was not having the money to bring in Mike Mustina and Jason Giambi and Hideki Matsui. The biggest advantage they had was being able to keep Derek Jeter and Andy Pettit and Jorge Posada and Mariana Rivera and the like. Um, and so when you look at the core the Orioles have and you say, okay, if this new owner is able to keep this core together beyond this, you know, four to six year range where they have them all under control, that's going to be the thing that results in sustained success for the Orioles, being able to keep guys like Rutschman and Henderson uh, in, in Orioles uniforms for more than just their allotted six years before they then go and sign elsewhere as free agents. Mark Feinstein, always great, man. Thank you so much for Thanks, your time. Buddy. We appreciate it. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much, Mark Feinstein, MLB.com, executive reporter and MLB Network Insider. We'll come back, get the text of the day, preview tomorrow's show, which is also bone out, and get you ready for Cordell Woodland, who's shaking up sports at 6 here on The Fan. Inside Access. Jason Orioles split squad today. They split. They got a win against Atlanta and a loss against Tampa. And I I guess uh, things that stand out, Jordan Westberg, Colton Kowser, Seth Johnson, uh, Kobe Mayo, to name a few. All to the positive. Yeah. Um, and look, Cade Povich in Major League Camp, two innings, you know, he's scoreless. Like, you, the two walks, not ideal. But yeah. a lot of guys getting their feet wet um, more at this level than before. And the, the depth of their uh, prospect pool, even after the trades that they've made, is uh is is pretty damn impressive. Let's get the text of the day. Check one two check. Text of the day. Text of the day. Text of the day. Text of the day. Okay. Okay, gentlemen, uh, this text comes from Chris in Severna Park. Uh, you guys have been talking about Colton Kowser a little bit today. Uh, really happy to see Colton Kowser hit that home run on Saturday, and even more happier to see Kyle Stowers hit a home run today against a lefty. hope Brandon High was in appearance at that split squad game to see that happen. If the roster spot comes down to Kowser or Stowers, who are oh, you geez. taking Who are you taking to Baltimore? Well, they're going to take uh, Kowser because the investment. I would think they would take Kowser. They would look at Kowser as um, a guy who could play more outfield spots than Stowers, although I feel like Stowers' ability on defense has been um, portrayed a little bit. Uh, Misportrayed? Ham-handedly. Yeah, I, I think he's he's pretty damn athletic and, and is fine. Um, but he kind of, I mean, last year kind of should have been the year to find out more about Kyle Stowers, and it didn't happen. And now has to be the time to yeah. find out more about Colton Kowser, given how highly yeah. he was drafted. So if that's a tie goes to the runner situation, I think tie goes to the highest drafted kid. And one was their third pick in a draft five years ago, and the other one was the fifth overall pick yeah. in a draft three years ago so you do the math yeah and i also think and, and hey i hope kyle stowers kills it and makes it hard uh, makes a hard decision for him but i also think as he kills it it makes it more likely that they're gonna he's gonna be part of a trade before we these guys come north 
Absolutely. He he's he's ready to to find out if he's a major leaguer on a regular basis now. And I just don't think that's going to happen here. I think the sweet spot for that to happen here was, you know, a, a, when, when they were competing for 80 to 85 wins, not coming off a 101 win season. Um, and yeah, I look, I think, I, I hope he does get an opportunity somewhere else. Cause I, I just don't see him getting if if he barely got off the bench last year, unless somebody gets hurt, what's going to change if he makes the team this year, heading north? Hey, he made the team last year. That's what I'm saying. And he, this is a better team yeah. with more. Like I, I just have a hard time seeing it happen. Yeah, I, I felt like he, and I'm not as bullish on you on him as you are, but I feel like he got done dirty a year ago. He made the team. They never played him. I mean, if he makes, if he breaks north with the team. It's got to be to see if he could be their everyday right fielder. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing otherwise? Yeah, and the other thing is, if he breaks north with the team, then that unfortunately means somebody probably got hurt. Right, and if it doesn't, and he just had that good of a yeah. camp, then so be it, but I, I have a hard time seeing that. I'll, I'll say this. I think that what he would have to do in the spring to make this team versus what Colton Cowser yeah. would have to do are probably two different extremes. I completely agree. What do we have on tomorrow's show? Tomorrow, we have our friend Rita Hubbard, who joins us every Tuesday afternoon. Yeah. We'll talk to her about everything going on in Baltimore sports. Chris Knocky will talk to us ahead of what I guess we'll call it another must-win yeah. Terps game. Uh, Wednesday night with Northwestern coming here. And could the Terps run the table, get the 500 in the conference before the Big Ten tournament? Uh, and we will talk to Jarrett Seidler, who puts together the baseball perspectives yeah. top 101. They do a top 101. Ooh. List. Uh, we'll find out who he really likes in this Orioles uh, farm system. Hey, but don't change that dial. Coming up next, Cordell Woodland shaking up sports, followed by Kevin Willard's Maryland basketball coaches show. That's right here on 1057 The Fan. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.